This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano, 77 WABC. This is the AC Report. Well, it blew up the chicken man in Philly last night And it blew up his house, too Down on the boardwalk, they're ready for a fight Gonna see what them racket boys can do Now there's trouble busting in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on the promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact But maybe everything that dies, someday he comes back Put your makeup on, fish your hair up This is The Other Side of Midnight, time for our weekly look at one of the most interesting cities in the world, Monopoly City, Atlantic City, uh, because named so because it is the basis for the board game of Monopoly. If you go to, uh, if you look at the Monopoly board, you see New York Avenue, you see Boardwalk, you see uh, St. James Place, you see Marvin's Gardens, and you see Tennessee Avenue. And uh, somebody that uh, has really, really uh, done wonders over these last couple of years to revitalize Tennessee Avenue specifically, but Atlantic City as a whole, is my friend Mark Colazzo. He's a developer, an Atlantic City entrepreneur, and a restaurateur uh, that has uh, a few great places all on Tennessee Avenue. Mark, it has been way too long since we spoke, either on the air or off. It's great to talk to you again. It has been, Frank. Uh, good morning. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. We were talking about pizza earlier, and um, I know, uh, uh, what would you say if you were picking the best two or three Atlantic City pizza shops? And I think you just opened a place that uh, that serves pizza as well, right? I, I did, and pizza is more polarizing than politics. <laughs> uh, so it, it, it's it's crazy. So I'll, I'll leave my place, Cuzzy's uh, Pizza, out of the the polling here, and I'll, I'll give you my top three. Uh, d- definitely Tony Bologna's, which is uh, right on Oriental Avenue, which is another street on uh, on the Monopoly board. Uh, Tony's Baltimore Grill and uh, South End Pizza would be my top three in the city. Oh, I've never tried South End Pizza, but I, I uh, th- that Tony Bologna's, you know, we ordered Tony Bologna's for my big New Year's Eve Eve party uh, in December, and th- a lot of people had never tried it before. They were blown away by it. And these are a lot of North Jersey and New York people who come from places where they're known for the pizza, and they were just blown away by the uh, Tony Bologna's. Um, how is, uh, how, so I know Cuzzy's is new, right? Your Cuzzy's Pizza Spot? 
Cousins is is fairly new. We opened uh, over the summer. I think we opened in uh, July. Maybe it was beginning of August, but yes, it's new. I mentioned that uh, maybe it's about two, three years ago now that I, I think I was at Rhythm and Spirits with you one time and you brought out this pizza and it was a really creative pizza that had almost like the sauce from a macaroni and cheese on the pizza. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. So we have uh, we have our famous macaroni and cheese and it's a four cheese blend, and we make a pizza out of it with uh, our, it's our version of like buffalo chicken. So it's a fried chicken, it's the mac and cheese sauce, and it's uh, some hot sauce. Is that still on the menu at Rhythm and Spirits? It is, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, so uh, Mark Colazzo, uh, so you have um, you have Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, you have uh, Rhythm and Spirits, you have Bar Thirty Two, you have Cuzzies. These are all part of um, you know, these are all on Tennessee Avenue and what's part of the Orange Loop. Now, for people that aren't familiar with Atlantic City, why is it called the Orange Loop? So we have Tennessee Avenue, we have St. James Place, and we have New York Avenue, which are right next to each other. And, and we're all working together to revitalize that little section. And they were the orange properties on the Monopoly board. So we've We've kind of coined it the Orange Loop, and now people come down and hang out on the Orange Loop. So it's called the Orange Loop because those are the colors on the Monopoly board, right? Correct. And it's great that the town, you know, just adopted the the color of the board and sort of, you know, em- embraced this, uh, you know, this 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 moniker. Yes, yeah, it's 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 great. So, you know, I started this project, I guess we'll call it, uh, about six years ago now. And I was in my old restaurant, which I don't think you ever were in. It was it was called the Iron yes, Room. Yes, I, 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 I was in the Iron Room, absolutely. Okay. And one night I was talking to the staff after they closed. They, were, they all came out for a shift drink. And some of them I had known for a while, some of them I hadn't. And I was asking them all where they lived. And they were all in their their late 20s and early 30s, and none of them lived in Atlantic City proper. You know, they all lived in Ventnor or Brigantine or Galway, and, and your guests that don't know, those are all the, the surrounding towns of Atlantic City. And I said, well, you know, why don't you guys live in Atlantic City? And, and I said, there's nothing to do. And I, I kind of looked puzzled at him. I said, well, what do you mean there's nothing to do? I said, there's there's so much to do. And they said, well, what do you like to do at night? And I said, I like to go out to eat, have a bottle of wine, go home and watch the Golf Channel and go to bed. And they said, well, then there's everything for you to do in this town. But there's nothing for us. And what they're looking for is uh, a concentration of amenities where they have uh, walkable things to do and start at one bar and end up at another bar and have where they live, have their coffee shop nearby and have the yoga place that they practice yoga at and uh, the place where they get their hair cut and, and all these things. And what most towns have as a main street, Atlantic City really never had. So this started as kind of a way to hopefully give Atlantic City a main street. And with the help of the staff that I have and other developers and local government and and obviously most importantly the the customers who support us were were trying to give Atlantic City that main street that it hasn't had for for 50 plus years 
And, and how's it working out business-wise? I'm not asking you to disclose your uh, your your financial uh, documents here, but are you are you uh, making money here? Are you keeping your head above water with this grand plan to give Atlantic City a main street? We are. We're we're doing very well. We're making money. Um, you know, COVID was a, a a little bit of a setback in some regards, but but helped us out in some other regards because two of the restaurants we have had some great outdoor space that we were able to capitalize on. But but since we've opened, we've we've been busy and we've been making money. So it's it's been really well, and I have nobody to thank for it besides the staff and the great customers that come support us. Well, that's wonderful, and I will tell you, whenever I've uh brought uh, people fr- to, from wherever to any of your spots. And I've been to uh, Rhythm and Spirits. I've been to Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. I've been to Bar 32. Everybody's blown away. And I even bring a lot of people that visit Atlantic City often, but who don't traditionally step out outside of the casinos and uh, I, to your spots. And they all say the same thing. They say, I can't believe I've been coming here for years and I've never had a meal or a drink outside one of the casinos. I always just thought it was kind of run down and there was all this crime and everything like that. But they always thank me for exposing them to spots, not just like yours, but spots like yours, which show that there's a lot more to Atlantic City than just the uh, the casinos. Now, Mark, I know that uh, Atlantic City, even when it was at its worst, it, when it was at its nadir and you had all sorts of hotels closing, all sorts of casinos closing and uh, people losing their jobs and people moving out of the town because they could no longer afford to live there. Even when Atlantic City was at its worst, it was always busy during the summer. And even at its worst, it was always a very vibrant 14-week town. Now, this time of year, the winter months is usually when it's a little trickier for Atlantic City businesses. How has the winter been treating Atlantic City in general and your businesses specifically? Well, I'll say that overall in the last few years, the, the winter has shortened. Uh, it used to be we slowed down in October and we picked up uh, right after Valentine's Day. Uh, this year, we managed to be busy up until December, and really, it slowed down in December, I think, more because of Omicron than than the city slowing down because of winter it, itself. And once Omicron started to pull back, the business picked up, and since we've hit Valentine's Day, it it feels like we're, you know, we're in spring, about to hit summer, and people are here, and the place is alive. Well, that's wonderful. I'm uh, happy to hear that. And uh, as um, my wife tells me, as soon as uh, as soon as our son makes a habit of sleeping through the night, then we'll make our return engagement uh, and uh, one of our patented uh, Atlantic City binges. Now, you live in Atlantic City itself, right? I live on Pacific Avenue, another Monopoly property. And would, do you think Atlantic City is a, is a decent place to live? I mean, you're you're a husband and a father and a business owner. As somebody that wears all those hats, does Atlantic City offer everything to you that you need? Well, my so my kids are are older and and out of the house, so it's a, it's a little bit different, but. I think it's a great place to live. I I live uh right across the street from Ocean Casino, I'm adjacent to Hard Rock Casino, and I wake up every morning and I have a view of the sunrise uh, peeking out over the Atlantic Ocean every morning. So to me, I'm, I'm in heaven. 
Now, as somebody that spent a lot of money and a lot of time investing in Atlantic City as part of this grand vision of uh, having a main street and rebuilding what's part of the what's you know now called the Orange Loop. Do you think that Atlantic City is still a place that's worth investing in, whether it's commercial or maybe even buying a uh, a residential property to rent out? Do you think Atlantic City still has some you know some bright days in its future? I, I do. I'm I'm very bullish on Atlantic City. Uh, there, there's a few things that it has going for it, and obviously the biggest is the the ocean and the boardwalk. Uh, there's there's very little oceanfront property in the the northeast or let alone the country that you can get that's as affordable as you can get in Atlantic City right now. Uh, the boardwalk still gets about 20 million walks per year, so you you've got this incredible foot traffic, uh, lots of visitors. I know some developers that have been buying up. Uh, townhouses on Ocean Avenue, which is the block on the other side of Tennessee Avenue, and they've just been making Airbnb apartments out of it, and they've been killing it. And I, I meet with them all the time, and I joke with them that they're going to make more money than me on this whole Orange Loop <laughs> project, and and they are. So uh, there's there's definitely ways to invest in Atlantic City and ways to make money, and look what's happening at Bader Field. There's the uh, a group ready to plunk down, you know, over $2 billion on this project. Well, so tell folks about that. I, I mentioned it last week briefly, but if people didn't hear uh, this segment last week, explain to folks what's happening at Ray, Bader Field as part of this redevelopment. So they want to build a, a racetrack for, for guys that have uh, classic cars and, and race cars. They want to have a mixed-use development where they have 2,000 condos and townhomes and shops and restaurants and an amphitheater and places to park your car and race them around the track. And it seems like a, like a really amazing, exciting development that'll bring a lot of residents to the city, which is, is part of what we need and bring money. And uh, I think it's a, it's a great plan. And, and I hope the mayor is, is able to put it all together and pull it off. I, I hope so too. Uh, that uh, sounds like sounds great, and there's a lot of other exciting projects that are being talked about. The water park at Showboat, and a number of others as well. All right, Mark, we're just about out of time, but before I let you go, I want to do lightning round with you on a couple of your favorite Atlantic City spots because a lot of folks listen to this uh, this um, this segment, and they're always looking for different places to try, different places to stay, different things to do. Excluding any of the places that you own or have a stake in, if you had to pick, what's your favorite restaurant in Atlantic City? Whew, that's a tough call. Um, I would say Cafe Twenty Eight Twenty Five. Uh, same criteria. Favorite bar in Atlantic City? Uh, the Piccadilly. The Piccadilly. Piccadilly Pub. Yeah, they still twenty four hours. No, no. Ever since COVID, they've they've scaled back their hours a little bit. But uh, Irish Pub is still twenty four hours, right? Irish Pub is, yeah. Whenever your guys throw me out at four a.m. or so, I have to go across the street to the Irish Pub to get my uh, my four thirty a.m. dose of bourbon. So I'm sure a lot of uh, late. Thankful. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, it's not a far walk. Exactly, exactly. And what's your favorite casino to play in? I know you said you um, you uh, live right by the ocean in the Hard Rock. To the extent that you do play, where do you go? 
law, I don't gamble, but I can speak for my wife who somehow achieved this uh, high roller status because she gets the, the red carpet treatment when she goes. She's a, uh, an ocean casino gambler. O- ocean is a fun spot. Mark, it is always a treat uh, to chat with you. I hope I get to see you soon. Yeah, next time you're in town, make sure you give me a call. We'll we'll grab a drink. 100%. uh, See Mark at the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. It's a great spot. He's got Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, Bar 32, which is kind of a chocolate-themed bar and restaurant. Really great. They have a prohibition theme. They serve drinks in teacups. It's really neat. Rhythm and Spirits, which is a great restaurant. And I haven't been to Cuzzy's yet, but Cuzzy's is a pizza spot that I'm looking forward to checking out. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.